Group experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. Hello and welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations, the podcast designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on one of the audio streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you're joining us from groupexperience.com, thank you so much for tuning in. Destinations Beyond Expectations is on Facebook and Instagram, so make sure to go give the show a like or a follow. And if you haven't explored dbetravel.com yet, make sure to pop over and explore the official website of the podcast. And of course, if you know anyone who loves to travel, make sure to share the DBE podcast with them. We are all ready to plan that next trip And I want to share a thought, something to consider. What if the next trip you take starts with a cabin? Cabin rentals are a great lodging option, and sharing the costs among your group is easy. Whether it's a trip that includes kids, parents, and grandparents, or a group of your friends, renting a cabin makes a lot of sense. Especially now, it's a great way to travel as a group without being exposed to so many people. Let's look at a few areas in the country that are regarded as great places to grab a cabin, and let's get to know these areas a little better. So far, we've looked at the Smoky Mountains area of Tennessee and the Hocking Hills in Ohio as great cabin rental destinations. But now let's shift to the state of Pennsylvania. Lancaster County is known for its beautiful countryside and unique Amish culture. If you don't know, it's also a phenomenal place to rent a cabin. Not only is it within driving distance for many people, but the plethora of outdoor activities that visitors can take part in make the cabin experience very appealing. For today's show, my guest is Joel Cliff from Discover Lancaster. Joel joins me to talk about all the wonderful things to do outdoors in Lancaster County, and we'll be using a blog right from discoverlancaster.com as our roadmap. That blog is in the show notes, so make sure to follow along as Joel and I talk through all the great outdoor aspects of Lancaster County. Joel, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you? I'm doing great, Steven. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, I want to start out with this this burning question I have, and it's you're with Lang Lancaster. Am, am I saying that right? Yeah, you, you got it. You you almost went the wrong direction, but you got it uh, on the finish. It, it is pronounced Lancaster here, um, which is not the same as its English brethren, which would be Lancaster, and which is most of the pronunciations in the United States, New York, California, many others. There is one other place. There is Lancaster, South Carolina, that pronounces it the same way, and that actually is due to uh, folks um, uh, going down the East Coast, uh, migrating from this area and um, actually settling in that area of South Carolina so that the two are actually connected that way, way back in the uh, 17, uh, early 1800s. Oh, that's quite interesting. I had no idea. Well, what I do know about Lancaster is there's a lot of beautiful uh, outdoor opportunities available around your area. Can you maybe, without getting too specific, because we're going to get into that uh, during the actual episode, but just give me an overview. What's What's it like in Lancaster as far as the, you know, the outdoor opportunities? Yeah. Well, most, most people know us, uh, uh, know this area for our Amish community. 
Um, and so uh, we clearly have a really bountiful uh, landscape of beautiful farmlands uh, that are throughout the county. Um, what most people don't realize, uh, even from those around, you know, this general area, is that our western border is the Susquehanna River. And it provides a great many uh, wonderful outdoor recreational activities that we can get into in more detail. But it's a, it's a beautiful area. I feel very fortunate. I'm sure lots of other folks in the United States feel the same way. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's a great place to work, to play, to grow up, uh, to do business. Um, and, you know, we're located so close to, to Philly, Baltimore, D.C., New York, anywhere from 75 minutes to three hours. Yet it's a very different type of place here when you, when you come and experience it. Perfect. Well, let's dive into it. Um, for the listeners out there, there's actually a blog on discoverlancaster.com uh, called An Outdoor Adventure in Lancaster. And it's we're going to go through all the things mentioned here. Um, the blog kind of divides it up between morning activities, afternoon activities, and evening activities. Um, so, Joel, let's jump right in. The first thing here I'm seeing in the morning is a U.S. hot air balloon tour. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, they, they operate in a, in a little village called Burdenhand, um, and uh, the reason that it's listed first is they go up either early in the morning, around uh, 6, 7 o'clock, or in the evening, typically 5, 6 o'clock, and that's when the winds are at their most calmest, so that's why it's listed first. Either time is a great time to be up with the hot air balloon team. They are first-class operators, all about safety. Um, and they give you a beautiful ride over the farmlands and then taking, you know, taking you through some of uh, our smaller towns and villages. And depending on where the winds are going, um, you know, you may end up going out near some of the riverlands on the western edge uh, of the um, of the county um, or down into some of our more rolling hills in the southern part of the county. But um, it is a, a fabulous trip, um, as I say, morning or, or evening. Um, and they do all sorts of things. They do a special kind of Valentine's rides uh, with some romantic uh, things. Um, they also have great, uh, you know, um, uh, packages for families. Um, and uh, it, it's a great way to, you know, to, to, to see the county from, from uh, high up above. Yeah, I'm thinking like it must it must make for spectacular views just being up there and seeing the Pennsylvania landscape below you. Have you actually done it before? I have, um, and it, it is. It's almost you know you're you're your full, own full size drone essentially, uh, being being above it um, and seeing kind of the way that the patchwork of, of farmlands are laid out, uh, especially in areas where the the Amish are more populated. Um, you don't see near as many uh, electric wires because they're not hooked up to the grid. Uh, so we have we have uh, different places where you're really just kind of uh, seeing the farmland and, and the surrounding trees and, and areas. And it's uh, it's a beautiful way to get back to back to nature. I love it. Well, the blog continues on and says after you land, grab breakfast at the nearby Bird in Hand Bakery and Cafe. Um Give me a little insight to the Bird in Hand Bakery and Cafe. Yeah, it's, it's run by uh, a family, the Smocker family, that's been doing it for more than 50 years. 
Um, and they they have the, the bakery and cafe there. They also have the full-scale restaurant uh, uh, across the street. Um, they have wonderful family recipes that they've been handing down for several generations now, including you know some of the favorites around these, these parts like uh, uh, shoe fly pie, um, brown buttered noodles, ham balls. I mean, it's, it's great stuff. The, um, the, the cafe, you know, specializes a little bit more in breakfast and, and lighter items, um, but it, it's always a, a great place to, to catch any sort of meal um, at any point during the day. And um, I always enjoy getting whoopie pies there. That's one of my, my, one of my favorites of their concoctions. For anyone that doesn't know what a whoopie pie is, can you maybe explain it real quick? Sure. Um, there is a running debate as to whether they originated here or in Maine. We continue to claim that they went back many generations back uh, here. Um, it's, a, it's basically a cake, uh, uh, kind of thick cake-like uh, cookies uh, that's filled with a cream uh, filling. And they've typically the cake is um, chocolate and the cream fillings in vanilla, but, um, and it basically fits in the palm of your hand. Um, and it's, it's a delicious uh, way to, you know, get a, a, a nice um, sweet bite. Um, but now all the flavors have, there's, we actually have a whoopie pie festival every uh, September and they have hundreds of different flavor combinations. Uh, it takes place at Hershey farm restaurant, uh, which is actually uh, not too far in, in Strasburg. So um, it's a, it's a great celebration of all things whoopie. That sounds really fun. And I totally could picture myself there enjoying uh, some great, great food. Um, another couple places that you mentioned in your blog are the speckled hen and the grand central bagel. Tell me a little bit about those. Yeah. Speckled hen is, is actually in the, the town of Strasburg and they do a really nice uh, breakfast spread, all sorts of homemade um, uh, breakfast sandwiches and, and great, uh, great local coffee, uh, you know, grounded right on, right on the premises. Um, they've, you know, been a, a, a wonderful addition because they're a, a little bit of a newer place uh, uh, to Strasburg, um, but uh, really become popular very quickly. Um, the Grand Central Bagel, obviously their specialty is, is in their name and they really take pride in all the different types that they make. Um, obviously, with the with a nod to Grand Central, um, you know that New York tradition of of great um, bagel making. Um, so they they make those all of uh, theirs on premises, and really come up with a lot of great uh, flavors. Um, and uh, you know it's 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 also a, a wonderful place to to stop if that's sort of more your your hankering for for breakfast time. So after you've had a really solid breakfast. Uh, one thing I'm reading here that you can do that I think is really awesome is you can, you know, kayak on the Susquehanna River um, or bike along the nearby trail. Tell me a little bit about about that. What is what is that experience like? Yeah, the um, Susquehanna is is one of the probably the the mightiest and, and um, uh, longest rivers in the eastern um, coast of the United States, uh, and it, it is our western border. Um, so there are a number of outfitters that um, can provide you with all sorts of, you know, kind of guidance and, and equipment. Um, the blog references uh, Chickie's Rock Outfitters, but we also have a couple others, uh, you know, North Fork Adventures and Adventure Explorers. And they, they really run the gamut of activities. You can do hiking along the trails there or biking. Uh, there's also great right 
rock climbing in that in that area, uh, especially around the town of Columbia, right there on the middle part of the river. Um, you can get out on the water through either uh, paddle uh, paddle boarding or canoeing um, or uh, kayaking. Uh, and again, all of this with either uh, on your own or or with uh, guided tours. Um, uh, and it's it's just it really is kind of a different piece of Lancaster County. Uh, again, people associate the farmlands, uh, you know, for us, and this is sort of a different way of, of viewing who we are and and what happens there. There's a great number of wonderful little river towns that run along the Susquehanna to explore, um, and and especially with the bike trails that run through it, you can bike through a number of them, whether it's Columbia, Marietta, Bainbridge, places like that. So. Um, it's a good way to explore as well as, uh, you know, get, get some good exercise. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And another, another a good segue, actually, another good way to explore um, and get out and experience, uh, you know, your area is through Strasburg scooters, right? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that is, a, a, again, a bit of a newer um, company, but probably, probably around a good now half dozen years. And these are scooters. Uh, you either have your traditional sort of moped looking scooter, um, or you actually have, uh, they have double scooters where it's it's more of a, you know, it's almost looks like it's reminiscent of an old motorbike and then the, the sidekick where someone would sit in it. Um, but in this case, you're, they're basically two sidekicks side by side and one's the driver and the other's there. It's um, it's a lot of fun for, for people who might not want to do this straight up moped style, but they have a fantastic number of tours through the Amish farmlands. They do a covered bridge tour. They do lots of themed tours during the years, whether it's a spooky tour uh, around um, Halloween. Uh, they also even do some uh, around um, the holidays. So they do uh, scooting with Santa. You got to bundle up for that one a little bit, but it is, uh, it's, it's another great way to sort of explore our area at a different time of year, um, you know, as it gets into late fall. Um, but they, they really, I've done that a couple of times and enjoyed it, uh, you know, every time I've been out. Yeah, I think those theme tours are really, really fun. Um, no matter what tour it is, when, when you have a theme with it, associated with it, I just love those tours. I, I know you touched on the hiking trails a little bit, um, but I did want to ask you, you know, because it's, it's, you know, next in the bo- uh, blog sequentially, mm-hmm. the hiking trails, like if you, if you go and hike and explore or bike, what wildlife might you see in your area? Yeah, well, we, we certainly have our share of it. You, you have quite a bit of deer, uh, that, you know, that you'll see and the birding is, is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty prominent around here. A lot of, a lot of bird watching, um, you know, we have some of the, you know, the smaller uh, type, um, you know, if depending on if you're near water, what have you, you, you know, you'll see occasional beaver, woodchuck, what have you. You will see skunk from time to time, and hopefully they're on, they're heading in the opposite direction that you are. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it is, it's, it is a beautiful area, um, uh, and the hiking really is, uh, you know, quite extensive. We have um, things that are out in the uh, western part of the county. Um, we also have new trails that have just been opened up in the northwest part of the county. We have Lancaster Central Park, which is right there in Lancaster, uh, the city area. And then in the south uh, southwestern part of the county, down again near the river, we have a great number of preserves 
like Tuckwin's Glen and Kelly's Run and uh, Pinnacle Overlook uh, that have been opened up over the years um, through the through the efforts of a local um, electric company that has donated the land that used to have have that area. And there's some spectacular scenery and trails there as well. So um, it's really a great place to to get out on on two feet or whether you're biking or those many of those trails are multi-use. Beautiful. So tons of hiking options, tons of outdoor options in general. And after a busy morning, uh, you're probably going to be hungry. And that leads us to the afternoon uh, where you can grab some food. And there's a few food options listed here in your blog. Let's start with S. Clyde Weaver. What what is that? Yeah, it's 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 basically it's a, a local uh, meat and cheese uh, purveyor. Um, they've been around since the 20s. Uh, a lot of these businesses in our tourism industry have been around, you know, serving the local community originally uh, for anywhere from 100 to, you know, a couple hundred uh, years. Uh, Lancaster is the oldest inland um, uh, city in development in the United States dev- dating to 1729. So we've got businesses, you know, that could go back upwards of, of going on 300 years. But S. Clyde Weaver is is uh, around its 100 year anniversary and they make fantastic subs and, and, and different uh, salads uh, that go with it. Um, it's really, you know, uh, they have uh, their own shop in East, East Petersburg, which is near where I live. They also have a stand at Central Market in, in Lancaster City, and I always stop there uh, for, you know, great sandwich fixings or, or uh, you know, the latest, uh, if I want to do a, a meat and cheese tray or what have you. So um, they, they make great lunches that this talks about taking some out on a picnic and, and they can they can do you up real, real well. Mm, sounds delicious. And if you have a sweet tooth, uh, one place you might want to stop by is the Fox Meadows Creamery. What might you find uh, in Fox Meadows Creamery? Yeah, I mean, you, you can get sandwiches and, and things to go there as well. But you definitely want to, whether you eat it there or whether you take it with you and, and uh, you know, um, eat it a, a little bit later, although I wouldn't let it go too long. Their specialty is their ice creams. Um, they have uh, so many fantastic flavors and very different kind of flavors they really are creative in uh what what they uh, produce in-house so it's not just your regular vanilla chocolate and strawberry at all um so i've been there uh, several times in fact was just out there two weeks ago and um you know got uh, got one of my favorite which which is it's it's based on um like kind of a, a butter brickle but they add some different pretzels and chocolate to it and really do it up. So all of a sudden you've got, you know, four flavors coming at you rather than one. Um, so it, it, you know, it's, it's great. Uh, and like I said, I usually never can get out of there without eating the ice cream before I leave. So maybe you have dessert first and then take your sandwich on the road. I like it. I like it. And another place you can stop by too. one more place on your list here. Um, if you want some good hearty barbecue, you can stop by Harvey's Main Street Barbecue. What are you What are you going to find at Harvey's? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's almost like what are you not going to find? They have a, a series of different meats that they prepare uh, that that goes along with with um, their sauces, uh, and you know, so you can you can get you can get pork or you can um, you know get get some of the shredded meats or, or what have you. Um, and then the sauces are, are really great. They have a, a series of, you know, from, from sweet to tangy uh, to, you know, to extra hot. Um, so anyone who loves really good barbecue that's 
you know, as I say, made there lovingly on on the uh, premises is going to find something great at Harvey's to, to either eat there or take, uh, as I say, out on a picnic to wherever they're headed uh, next. I love it. Now, when I think of outdoor activities, one of the images that I that pops into my mind personally um, is like zip lining, you know, through nature, just zip lining. And one of the things you guys have here is you can do zip lining at Refreshing Mountain. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Sure. It's that's in the, the northern part of the county near a little town called Stevens and Refreshing Mountain has developed uh, a number of great outdoor activities. They've got different hikes there. They've got a, a nature experience with animals. But the zip lining really uh, is it's certainly the highlight for me. I think it is for a lot of people as well. They've they've now got, uh, I believe, three different zip lining courses as well as, well as an aerial uh, activities uh, course that you can do. Um, and they really run it. They don't run it year round, but close to. I mean, I've done it in the spring. I've done it, uh, you know, going into close to the holiday time. Um, fall is a really beautiful time to do it, especially as the leaves are turning. Um, so uh, it it they they and the, and the nice thing is that the zip line courses that they have sort of range from anywhere from um, you know sort of a, a a mini three four length zip to one that has like seven to nine uh, elements to it. Um, so you can, uh, you know, really get up there. And they're actually in a, a little bit of a, a hilly area of the county as well. So that adds to the great views that you, that you get from it when you're up there. That's nice because I feel like, you know, you mentioned there's a few different levels. And I feel like a lot of times beginners maybe, you know, get, they get a little fearful of doing zip lining. But if there's a, a beginning, a beginner level, then, you know, maybe they can go and experience it uh, at Refreshing Mountain. Yeah, and the and the guys that go with you are super great. They are really personal people and put folks at ease in terms of whatever level you are at, at and and making sure that you feel comfortable and good with with what you're doing. They're they're really really good at that. I, I noticed that from the very first time because first time I went, I had two boys who were adventuresome, but they were you know they were like eight and five or six, um, and they handled them fantastic. That's great. That's awesome. Now, you mentioned a little bit earlier that Lancaster County is really known for its beautiful farmland. That's one of the things that people think of when they think, you know, Lancaster County and that area. Um, One really cool thing here that I'm reading in your blog that you can do is actually, you know, trot through the farmland on horseback. Uh, Tell me about that experience. Yeah, the uh, there's actually a couple of places. The the blog talks about Nookside Stables, which is out uh, in Mannheim. Um, and that, that's kind of a neat um, um, concept in that it is a, it's a more smaller area that you're doing, doing the ride, but they really kind of take you from, if you've never even been on a horse before, uh, into a point where you can get on the horse and go through kind of a series of, of, of uh, activities and guiding the horse to, to feeling comfortable uh, on it. You may not be ready to, you know, uh, you know, leap a creek or something like that, but they they get you to the process um, where you really feel good uh, and at one with the horse and guiding it, um, and they, they do that over kind of an hour span of of going through some activities and and through a course. So you see some of the area, but it's it's not like a trail that you're on. 
Um, but it's, it's a neat way to get exposure and introduction. Um, there's also Ironstone Ranch at Elizabethtown, and they have 265 acres, many of it wooded in trails, and you can also do horseback riding there, and that is more of a trail that you get out on. Um, it's a very easy one to, to navigate, so again, uh, okay for beginners uh, as well, but it does get you a little bit more, out, you know, out on a path and, and exploring some of their, uh, you know, some of their area. Now, the next thing on the list here is uh, something I, I would imagine a lot of people may consider the coolest thing in Lancaster County. And during certain times of the year, that can't even be debated, right? That's the Indian Echo Caverns that are always at 52 degrees. Tell me a little bit about the Indian Echo Caverns. Yeah, and I, I have to be have to be honest with you. It's in it's in the next county over. It's in Dolphin County, but okay. it's very very close by. It's about typically wherever you are in the county, it's probably a 20 minute drive. Um, but I, you know, uh, my uh, grandfather actually grew up uh, in in Dolphin County, so I went to Indian Echo Caverns growing up. And it is a really neat experience. Um, you know, there are other famous caverns throughout the United States, Luray Caverns down in Virginia. And um, there's also Penn's Cave, which is going up towards Penn State uh, in State College, Pennsylvania. But Indian Echo Caverns really gives you an opportunity to just kind of wonder at, you know, the, the, the planet Earth and how things were formed over uh, the years um, and uh, see, you know, the different stalactites and stalagmites there. Um, and and as you say, it is it is a wonderful. If it's like you know a 90, 92 degree day in the middle of July, there's nothing like Indian Echo Caverns in terms of dropping down into the nice cool of that for you know an hour or so escape. Oh yeah, that must feel so refreshing. And I, I did want to ask if you visit the Indian Echo Caverns, is that something you do typically on your own or? with a group like as a group tour or how does that work usually no that that is a that is a visitor attraction so um they you would you would go there and and um they have guides and and that take take you through perfect and and one more thing here in the afternoon section um if you want to get out and maybe experience a beach area you can do that at mount gretna beach and lake tell me what what's mount gretna and the beach and lake scene what's that like yeah, that's um, that somewhat, you know, kind of going up towards, again, where Refreshing Mountain is, but a little bit more northwest. Um, it's just over the edge of our border. It is the neatest uh, town. Mount Gretna basically um, kind of came about in the 1800s. It's a small little series of cottages that people, some people live there year round. Others kind of use it during the summer as a little bit of a getaway. Uh, but they have a wonderful um, uh, beach and lake area that's, you know, you, you pay to get into it, but it's not just for Mount Gretna residents. It's for anyone. Um, and there's all sorts of wonderful activities. Uh, my two boys have loved going up there with their friends over the years. Um, and just, you know, you can, you can um, canoe uh, uh, on the lake or you can do some of their, you know, giant activities. They have huge swings that then send you out and, you know, 20 feet flying in the air and then into the water. Um, and it's uh, it's really a lot of fun. They also have mini golf uh, that's that's nearby there in, in Mount Gretna and a great hiking trail uh, that you can access uh, with bikes to, to either come in or out of. So all of Mount Gretna, um, and I have to say it real quick, it's not on here, but the Jigger Shop. 
J-I-G-G-E-R, Jigger Shop. It's they're great. It's a wonderful ice cream place that they have there. And the Jigger is uh, a, a neat concoction that involves marshmallow, like, uh, you know, that you kind of the fluffy marshmallow and, and uh, chocolate and ice cream uh, that they're famous for. So you go to you go to the uh, lake and beach for a while and then you go over and get something from the Jigger Shop. It's great stuff. So if you're an ice cream enthusiast and you're listening, you have to make Lancaster County a stop on, on your list one day because it sounds like you guys. Well, have- yeah, we have so we've got so much dairy here. I mean, so much of it is truly cow to cone. Um, there's a number of uh, great like Fox Meadows is one of one of them where they 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 take it from cow to cone literally uh, and all the way through the process. So it's, it's great ice cream around here. Perfect. So. Another thing you can do is a, a great family, you know, friendly activity, and that's mini golf. And there's a couple great places um, in your area to mini golf: the Water's Edge Mini Golf and Village Green Mini Golf, and the snack shops, of course. So tell me a little bit about those. Yeah, we have um, mini golf has has been one of my favorite activities growing up, whether it's been here or other places. And so I've tried out all three of these that you mentioned, and they're they're really neat. Um, Water's Edge is in Burdenhand, and and the water is 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 a nearby uh, lake that the course plays around. Um, but it's beautifully kept. Um, it's actually very near the uh, Burdenhand uh, Bakery that we talked uh, talked about earlier. So uh, you can uh, stroll across the street and and just behind a couple of buildings, and it's right there. Um, Village Greens is in Strasbourg, and they have two courses there. A- actually, interestingly, one of the courses 18 holes. The second course is 27 holes, so you get a round and a half really with it, but it's immaculately kept, um, really a neat, um, you know, a neat set of uh, playing opportunities. And then um, the um, uh, the snack shop, uh, that is, um, that the, the course is one that's set down in a little bit of a, uh, a small valley. Um, again, really neat within the trees, um, they keep it uh, spectacularly um, and a great, great set of, um, uh, of challenging holes. It's more about the holes as opposed to a traditional mini golf where you might see a windmill or what have you. It's, it's really the holes in this case. And then the snack shop is, is as, it, as it may imply, a great little place to, to they do great food there for a small little imprint. Um, so it's always good to have a bite, whether it's before or after. How about like regular golf? Do you have some options for, you know, golfers that want to come up to your area? Yeah, we do. We've probably got, uh, I would say a dozen to 15 public courses that are available. Um, and they, they, they range again in terms of sort of, you know, moderate to, to quite challenging. Um, there are some that are connected, uh, to, um, there's one that's near Millersville university called Fox chase, uh, which is really a great place to play. Um, there's also Moccasin Run, uh, which is a, a, a neat one that, that I've had a chance to play. Um, and, and, you know, as I say, several others, a, a number of them are located in kind of our more um, kind of rolling hilly areas. Uh, so um, they, you know, give you some great views of the, of the surrounding area and, and also provide you some challenges. Um, uh, we're a big golfing family, so we've, we've really been glad to, to be able to, you know, make use of, of uh, what is a, a great golfing um, environment here in Lancaster County. Very nice. Very cool. And the next thing I'm reading here as we kind of transition into the evening, um, 
is a really unique opportunity. Tell me about the Wolf Sanctuary of Pennsylvania's full moon tour. Yeah, the, the, the sanctuary as a whole is just a really neat concept. It's been around about 40 years. Um, it's just north of a little town called Libbets. Um, Dawn Darlington is the uh, owner and operator, and it was started by her father, uh, you know, decades ago, um, where there were some uh, wolves that had been um, injured, and he took them in and nursed them back to health. And then as more and more encroachment in some of the areas of Pennsylvania where they may have traditionally lived happened, he took in more and more wolves. They, they, I think I want to say they probably have about 20 wolves on site now and have been going for those number of decades um, and really kind of provide educational tours that explain, uh, you know, uh, who wolves are and how they, um, you know, truly, truly act as opposed to when we think of, you know, who's afraid of the big bad wolf and things like that. Um, they do great tours and the, the, um, the full moon tour, uh, which they do monthly is a, is a really neat experience. Um, they will take you out, uh, in, in the evening time, um, and be able to see the animals who are actually more active, uh, in the evening than they are during the day. So that's a neat bonus with that. Um, and they, it's, it's well lit, but also enough to really experience, hopefully if it's a full moon, a clear night, um, and they usually have, uh, you know, depending on time of year, they'll also have a bonfire uh, afterwards that you can sit around and, and uh, kind of, you know, reflect on your experience and have some hot chocolate and stuff like that. So um, it, it's neat. I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, that sounds really, really unique. And I wanted to ask, you know, is it, if you go, is it common to hear the wolves howling at the moon? Like, do you get that experience or is that something that they don't do as much? Yeah, I, you know, I've heard folks who have reflect, uh, you know, uh, relayed that to me. The one time I went, I didn't necessarily hear any, any howling that evening. Um, but, uh, I've, I've had people, you know, that have shared that with me in terms of that, that they did, uh, hear themselves. Um, as I say, the, the activity level is, is, a, is a bonus there with regard to them being more active at night. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's fun to, you know, to be able to see them um, in obviously not necessarily their complete natural environment, but as complete uh, as they can do here. I mean, they're, they're, the pens that they have for them are huge. They're, they're literally, you know, acres and acres wide. Um, so they really try and give them as best of an experience uh, there at the, you know, where they're at the sanctuary, as opposed to being, you know, cooped up in a 10 by 12 pen or something like that. Right. And one more thing to cover before we call it a, an interview here is I think you guys, your area takes a lot of pride um, in its lodging, you know, the camping, the cabins that you have in your area. Tell me a little bit about some of the campgrounds and some of the cabins and, and just like what it's like to, you know, have that sort of outdoor lodging experience. Yeah, well, and, and you're right. Um, you know, Lancaster County, uh, while it's close to so many millions of people, truly is an overnight destination. In fact, many people who often are thinking of coming for a visit for three or four hours realize that they could easily spend three or four days here uh, exploring all that there is to do in the many different facets. Um, and we certainly, we have some great campgrounds spread all throughout the county. So you might be down in the Southern end, or you might be, as I say, up in the, the more hilly country of uh, the, the Northern towns that we've talked about, Stevens and, and Refreshing Mountain and what have you. Um, the, 
you know, pretty much most of the campgrounds are, you know, locally owned and operated as, as opposed to being part of uh, chains. And even those that are part of chains are, it's a franchise. So it, the owners are local. They really take pride in making sure that uh, their sites are, you know, really in good shape, that all the amenities are functioning, adding to that, um, you know, so when you have, uh, you know, different places like Lake and Wood or, or Starlight, um, Starlight's neat. They, they really take pride, particularly where they're located because they're up on a ridge. So they have some beautiful uh, views out over the farmlands uh, in their part of the county. Um, we also have working farm B&Bs, which is also another neat way to, you know, sort of get outside. Um, you may be in the B&B, but you've got opportunities to, to help out with some of the farm chores uh, if you're so inclined. So it's, um, it's, uh, you know, there's great lodging options for however uh, rustic or however uh, refined you, you want to do. You'll find them here um, uh, in Lancaster. That's really, really cool. Uh, Joel, for someone who's looking to visit Lancaster, I mean, one of the a really good uh, tool is discoverlancaster.com. Um, tell me what might someone find out on that website and why might it be helpful for them to visit? Sure. Well, it is, it is, um, you know, basically probably the most full scale website when it comes to travel and touring in Lancaster County. We are the official marketing agency for county tourism. So we've tried to make sure that we've got everything on there from uh, all sorts of different activities to see and do uh, the different lodging options and, and all the different kind of sub elements that exist there. Uh, everything, you know, that you'd want to know about the different eating that we've touched on as well as as well as some other aspects and of course great um we have a great craft brewing tradition here and a number of wineries and distilleries so there's all that type of information and then there's great shopping um you know we have from full-scale outlets to small little towns and villages to lancaster city our hopping little uh you know cool vibe uh, downtown that's really got some some great funky unique shopping so that, that's all on there Plus, with regard to uh, different um, information about our visitor center and how you can access, whether it's virtually or whether it's, you know, coming in person for our visitor's guide, uh, all the different information that's uh, on the website, as well as, as well as what's featured here and interacting with our visitor consultants who are a wealth of, of local knowledge and, you know, really can help you sort of um, plan your visit and also uncover some hidden gems that you probably wouldn't have ever, you know, uh, seen on your own. Sounds good. Well, Joel, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I, I had so much fun learning about uh, Lancaster County and it was really a, a pleasure having you on. So thank you for joining me. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. This has been great. And uh, I'm glad that we could have uh, time together and that you can share this with your listeners. I, I, uh, I really do uh, appreciate uh, your interest and, and hopefully their uh, interest in maybe coming in and seeing some of the stuff we've talked about. A big DBE thank you to Joel for joining the show today. Make sure to visit discoverlancaster.com to check out all the great things you can experience in Lancaster. Another great website to explore is groupexperience.com, which is the new home of the DBE podcast. Make sure to follow the show on social media. And if you don't mind, leave Destinations Beyond Expectations a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show reach more listeners. Well, that's all I've got for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. 
Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon.